Hey Rebels, it's Cap. Just a very quick trigger warning, we've got the briefest of mentions of disordered eating and self-harm in the context of discussing certain song lyrics. If that's not for you, no problem. Stick around, there'll be another episode soon. Love ya. Welcome to the Gender Rebels, a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. I'm Kath, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Special thank you to all our Patreon supporters. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Welcome to the Gender Rebels. It's a podcast for queers. It's a podcast for everyone. A podcast by queers for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Today we're talking about music. We're all kinds of, we're all kinds of weird. Faith is very into music. She is the one who chose Jasper the Colossal as our theme band and theme song. And as you know, that song slaps. Jasper the Colossal is great. They're good. They're good. Yeah, they're fun. And we... I still... If you're Jasper the Colossal and you're listening, I would still love a studio version of Markers and Beer. If, if, you know, you need help paying for that, let me know. (laughs) Do you get to just request things from bands? Is that a thing? Yeah, you can do that. What does studio version mean? Oh, I only have a live version. I see. I I don't know that they've ever recorded a studio version, but as far as songs slapping, that's a great one. That is a slap. Yeah. Today we are talking about songs related to the transgender experience, either by trans people, about trans people, um, by or about. Songs that that reference trans themes, Mm -hmm. or songs that I imagine have trans themes, Mm -hmm. um, whether or not they actually do. Mm -hmm. Do you like all of these songs? No, I don't. Some of them I actively dislike. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Before we start, let's thank our newest patrons. Uh, Don P. Thank you, Don P. Joined in December 20th. Thank you, Don. That's D-O-N, not Don as in the, uh, the time of day. Not John either, because you kind of did a on it, and it was a little unclear, so thank you. Don. Don. I knew someone, I knew a girl named Don, Mm -hmm. and, uh, her dad was Don, as in Donald, and, like, chose the name Don so that he could name his kid after him. And her mom's name was Donna. Yes. No, I don't know what her mom's name is. And her brother's name was Dante. Dante. Kennedy. Thank you, Kennedy. Kennedy, thank you. Gwen C. Gwen C., thank you. Yeah. And uh, let's see. WM. WM, you are the best. Amelia F. Amelia F. is also amazing. Page H. Page H is Riley D. Riley D is all right by me. Jamie D. Jamie D is also. J-A-Y-M-I-E. Fancy. Jamie D, yeah. Michelle C. Michelle. Michaela. Michaela Michaela C. C. Michaela. James D. James D. Not James Dean. Unless it is. James Dean has been dead for several years. Says you. (laughs) Says says the mainstream media. (laughs) Hit me with some songs. How should we start? The good ones, the bad ones, the the in between? Well, I'll tell you. So the way I've kind of gotten this divided is there's there's some songs with trans themes. Mm-hmm. And we'll play little snippets of these as we go. Mm-hmm. And uh, enough snippets that, you know, they fall under fair use of copyright law. Mm-hmm. If anyone's going to copyright af- after us. <laughs> um, we'll see. All right. So... 
The thing with a lot of a lot of songs, there's so many songs with trans names. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start first off with a caveat. The okay. way all things should start <laughs> with a caveat. Um, basically, I am a big music fan. I'm a huge music fan. I'm sitting here staring at my records right now. I have a music wall in, in above my hobby space that mm-hmm. is just filled with um, a sampling. Of these signed albums and That's posters and things. True, it is not the full collection. It is not the it full thing. representation. A yes. lot of autographed stuff. Faith a lot has of met a lot stuff. of bands. I have. I have met a lot of bands. The key to meeting cool bands and also getting celebrities to like your stuff on uh, the internet, mm-hmm. choose not particularly popular <laughs> bands or celebrities. So lower your standards. Lo- not even lower your standards. There's plenty of there's plenty of bands I love, 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 love I guess lower, that I have met because they were playing 500-seat venues. I guess lower your standards for yeah. popularity. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, it's just like... Seek out. Yes. If, um, like, if I, you know... I've had I've had Lindsay Ellis mm-hmm. from from YouTube retweet me. Link she down retweeted below. It. Well, I don't think it's there anymore. But um, she re- she retweeted a picture of of our dog. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! He got famous. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So there you go. So you know, if you pick not particularly famous people, mm. they will do that. And um, you've got some <laughs> autographed pictures of there of the old you. Well, not autographed. I do. But we had that. Band. We had this debate. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not up right now. They were up in the old place when I had like a giant. Wall. Yeah, we had a bigger um, wall. I'm sort of curating it now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I do have some. Pic- I've got some pictures of me with with new me. Mm-hmm. And then pictures of me with old me, which is so interesting because you chose to hang those, and it and it meant that the good feeling you got from that memory in that band outweighed whatever bad feeling you got from seeing the old you. Yes, that's so cool. I also have two very very unattractive pictures of me with the regrets. <laughs> the regrets look fine, but uh, I I look terrible in, in all those photos. Um, so that is my goal one day. Get a good picture good of me picture with the, of the regrets. regrets. Yeah. Link down below to some of the regret songs. They are, they are awesome. They're on the list. Oh, well, well, well. Yeah. So first, all right, let's, let's talk about probably, ugh, maybe the most famous. Let's talk about a couple famous ones from 70s and 80s. All right. And again, the, oh, I didn't even get to the caveat. I'm a huge music fan, but I don't know all music. Oh. <laughs> my musical taste is mostly female fronted. Female identifying fronted, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, punk, indie, some electronic. Um, that's sort of my taste. Got it. It is a very deep taste. Um, a deep taste. It is a deep taste. I don't know. <laughs> um, meaning it, my my musical knowledge is very very deep, but not very wide. She did this. Okay, I do not know when she said a deep it, it's taste. A canyon. I and have a. It, it is Lake Baikal. Okay? Oh God. What? Link down below to how deep Lake Baikal is. It's very deep. But it's not very big. So it's Depth, that. Not breadth. So it is not... My my musical knowledge is not the Great Lakes, which are very large, but very shallow. Mm-hmm. Mine is Lake Baikal. Very Baikal. narrow, but very, very deep. And so there's going to be songs I miss. Mm. And there's going to be very obvious songs to a lot of people. Um, I have... I have heard one Beyonce song in my entire life, mm-hmm. I think. Or at least that I was a, someone identified to me as a Beyonce song. I have heard... I think I identified a Rihanna song to you I have once. heard that one, but the only thing I knew about Rihanna before was Shy Ronnie. Yes. So I don't know a lot of really... Oh, there was a song, Desposito, by Justin Bieber. And oh, everyone was like, yeah. I wish I could get away from this song. I, I still never heard that song. But probably if someone played it for you, you'd be like, oh, that's what that is? I always have headphones on. Yeah. I don't listen to the radio. Unless, um, until they're on SNL. 
Faith has not heard them. Yeah, basically. And sometimes not even then. Yeah. Uh, and then I never watched the musical guests. Me too. So I the <laughs> Once I was watching it live, I don't do that too often. This is years and years ago. I was watching it live, but I just muted the part that was the musical guests. Missed the whole Ashley Simpson lip syncing. The whole thing. I, I'm reading a library book while it's going oh, okay. on a muted TV in the room. Anyway. Ashley Simpson not on this list. Interesting. Yeah. She All was right, the so lip syncing one. On she was one, one of the, okay. yeah. Okay, continue. Um, okay. First up, Aerosmith, famous. Before we get into this, <laughs> caveat. No. <laughs> Before we get into this, just a, a tr- I guess a trigger warning. We are going to be talking. There is going to be some some transphobia. There's going to be some misogyny. There's going to be some some unpleasant topics because we're quitting the. Sh- quoting the shitty words that the musicians used in the song. You know yes. it's not us. You know us. Come on. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be just if this is if that's not for you, skip ahead. Uh, some hints, because I know you know some of these songs. We will be discussing musicians: Lou Reed, Aerosmith, Madonna, Garbage. What are the What are the famous ones? Hole the Kinks. Kinks has a song. Is, Kinks, the Kinks, is, Kinks. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Kinks. That Kinks song. Yeah. So uh, those those songs, if you're all familiar with them in any way, that you might anticipate what terms we're going to use those are all the caveats you've been warned here we go aerosmith dude looks like a lady dude looks like a this lady. is not actually about trans stuff what is it it is about the story goes that aerosmith was hanging out at a bar one time and one of the Aerosmith guys, Joe Perry, I guess. I don't know. I can only name like two guys at the Aerosmith. And uh, was like, look at that hot chick over there. I'm going to go talk to that hot chick over there. And that hot chick was Vince Marilyn Neal. Monroe. <laughs> was it really Vince Neal? Yeah. Fuck, was it really? Yeah. Vince Neal from Poison. Thank you. I, yep. I, yeah. Um, so that is the did story the, of the song. All the bands just hang out in the same bar? Yeah, I think they did. Or they was backstage or something. Oh, okay. So if, for those of you who don't know, hair metal was a thing in the 80s. This is... I don't know quite what the idea was, because it wasn't... It was a very macho, kind of, like, misogynistic, frat boy rock. Very hetero. A very Very super hetero, hetero. And all the, all the albums are called Slippery When Wet or Cherry Pie or Vagina Metaphor Number 7. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> but their appearance was makeup and long, beautiful... Long, beautiful permed, hair. Crimped, permed hair. Permed, uh, curls. Yep. Um, and spandex. And perfect makeup. And stuff. And, like, yeah. bright, bright colors of spandex. I'm sure there's... A, Deep, complex explanation for that for reasons I could not possibly care about. When hair metal comes on, I dance. I'm not ashamed There's to admit it. There's some good hair metal songs. Mm-hmm. You know, when I grew up, hair metal was the dumbest thing possible because we were into grunge then. Oh, you that know, kind. And grunge was grunge was very serious, dark, and Eddie Vedder and stuff. Yes. And uh, we write songs about heroin, not girls. Yes. Um. So, yeah. So that that's what the Aerosmith song's about. It's not about trans stuff but it gets played in every fucking stupid thing or every referenced. movie that has 
Yeah. Yeah. Every white chicks or she's the man or Joanna man or man the man. Or, or any any contrived situation where a bro has to put on a dress. That's that's what that's he the song. walks that into the scene played. with that on. Yeah. And isn't it funny? No. It's not. It's so just, it's not a trans thing. It it's is not a trans thing. used a lot in trans contexts. Uh, is it a good song? I don't think so. I don't like it at all. Because of the content or because of the tune? Because... Or... Okay, I'm not an Aerosmith fan. Okay. I'm going to come out on a, on a limb. Go on a limb. <laughs> not a big Aerosmith fan because I didn't grow up in the 70s. I am... And the whole time they were on the radio, you weren't allowed to listen to no, they mainstream were big. music. Aerosmith had a resurgence in the 90s. Remember like with Alicia Silverstone and all their videos and stuff? Yes, I do. Yeah, so they had a, a brief resurgence in the 90s, but... And you were like, who is this new and innovative young sound? And yes. everyone's like... Now, I knew of Aerosmith before. Okay. Um, Faith never listened to Prince or Michael Jackson or anything. I grew up very sheltered religious. Mm-hmm. So 80s music is something that just didn't happen yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, okay. So, that, so that's it's that, a bad that song that and song. it's everywhere. And it's everywhere. Yeah. But I'm not dumb, but I can't understand why she walked like a La 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 la. L-O-L-A Lola. Um, I actually like this. That's song. a pretty name. And the story is the story of this song is that the Kinks were out partying, I believe in New York City. Uh Lower East Side maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh one of the dudes in the band was was dancing, hooking up with um a hot chick. A hot chick who turned out to be trans. How, what what is turned out to be? They went home together. Or she he, told I think him. they just made out. Okay, yeah, and that's it. She mm. was trans, mm. and uh, I guess the band was into that, or or found it interesting enough to write a song. Is the song a a, a nice song in terms of how it treats Lola? <sighs> no, I don't think so. I, think it's a little bit fetishy it is and it's but it's not like the worst fetish it's it's not but there's some like in a dark brown voice she's you know or or, um a dark brown voice in a dark brown voice yeah is Um, lola black i'm not sure okay um but possibly yeah okay uh and there's also some like walked like a woman but she loved like a man or something like that or Mm, or walk like yeah something like that so it's not it is not a progressive song mm. by any stretch of the imagination. But you like it. It's a good song. I like it, but okay. I, for, I don't know. <laughs> you would never do it in karaoke. I'd never do it in karaoke. Would I would you... not have ever picked the name Lola for myself. Oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of... <laughs> I feel like there's probably <laughs> not many Lola's trans women the out there named Lola. Yeah. Right yeah. up there with Amanda. Mm-hmm. Um, would you do it as a haha funny joke in a karaoke room with people who know you and love you? No. Yeah, it's not that kind of no good no song. It's 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 fine. I don't even know. If, I don't think this has ever been on my mix or whatever. I, but if it comes it, on a jukebox, you don't walk out of the bar. No. Okay. Is it hateful? I don't think it's necessarily hateful, but it's definitely got some transphobia in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's. Yeah. I think it. I can sum it up with. It's not horrible. Mm-hmm. 
but it's not good either. Okay. Um, as far as its trans representations, go. it is it is separate from its meaning. It is fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. For its meaning, eh, we'll give it a, a two out of five stars and not turn it off if it comes on the radio. Yeah. Okay. All right. Up next, still staying in the seventies, still staying in New York. Lou Reed. Lou Reed. Velvet Underground. Yes. Um, for those that don't know, Lou Reed was the one of the singers for the Velvet Underground. Um, and he was, him and the Velvet Underground were part of the Andy Warhol factory thing, mm-hmm. which was New York in the 60s. See, Andy Warhol seems so far back to me and Lou Reed seems so current to me, but they're the same. They're Warhol contemporaries. Died in like 87. It, just the whole factory, the whole yeah. everything is like so mod 60s. And Lou Reed is like all of the 70s, like yeah. into my childhood. Well, not the Velvet, Under- Velvet Underground was 60s, 70s. I, I Just the music in my ears. Okay. You know? so for those who don't know, the factory, Andy Warhol, all this stuff was this super queer, super trans, <laughs> um, just artist collective? Artist collective kind of community did they live together or did they just hang out at the warehouse i think they just hung out at the factory the factory and and um max's kansas city Mm -hmm. which is now a deli Mm. (laughs) i've walked by it many times hitchhiked away across usa plucked her eyebrows on the way shaved her legs and then he was a she she says hey babe take a walk on the wild side Said, hey, honey. Uh, so we have the famous the uh, Take a Walk on the Wild Side, mm-hmm. which references a number of um, trans uh, members of that community. Okay, let's hear them. Um, well, first is Candy Darling. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it mentions Candy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull up the lyrics. Hollywood Lawn, yes. Mm. So Hollywood Lawn, Jackie Curtis. Um, these are all part of the the collective Mm -hmm. and i think this song if anything it's slightly problematic for the chorus which is and the color color girls go do 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 so it references holly woodlawn um candy darling holly's the first name woodlawn is the second name but that is clearly a drag name yeah yeah um sugar plum fairy Mm-hmm. And Jackie Curtis, Sugar Plum Fairy is like drug dealer. Oh, okay. So it's all, it's a song all about the kind of characters who were around the, the factory at the time. Mm-hmm. And three of whom were trans women. Mm-hmm. Um, who was the fourth? Just their drug dealer. Joe, uh, who is it? Joe D'Alessandro, who's okay. an actor. One okay. of the, one of the Warhol superstars. Hmm. Warhol had, Warhol made very bad movies. He made some very <laughs> popular art, but he also made horrible movies. I watched a number of them, and I grew I grew up kind of enamored by all this mm-hmm. this factory stuff because it was so weird and queer and cool in New York. And other than Empire, what if you read my book movie? Disgusta? It goes into that. A great There's detail. a lot of Warhol Link, stuff. A lot of Warhol stuff in that, and um, yeah. So the the lang- the language reference to black people is a l- not even sure. I would ask I would ask someone else. I don't know because mm-hmm. it was a product of its time. Yeah. 
I think that was the current language then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. I'm going to say problematic and just lean toward that. Mm. Um, the rest of it, Lou Reed has a very, again, part of this queer culture. Mm-hmm. Lou Reed was at least bisexual. Okay. Um, so he's part of the community or at least, already. Or at least bi very curious. <laughs> <laughs> um the uh heteroflexible sure some people say i heard that at a gay bar once and Mm -hmm. i loved it um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah lou reed's lou reed had definitely had sex with men um but again i don't think he really i don't know if he identified as gay or not but Mm -hmm. uh, or bi or whatever but um so it's about it's about these trans women and the trans women were Warhol superstars. These mm-hmm. were these actresses that he liked to put in his movies. Mm-hmm. Andy Warhol liked to put in his movies. And his terrible, terrible his movies. Terrible movies. Okay. Um, they were, were they, just... Were they good actresses? No. Okay. <laughs> were the movie... Was there value to the movies? Culturally, I guess. Okay. And is the song a loving... A, I think a love this song, song is to kind them? of a loving tribute to the Or to is the it like, community. look at all these strange weirdos. How wild is this? There's a little bit of that, but it's written by a weirdo. By a part of that same community. Was he exploiting them with this song? I don't think so. I think this song is, other than, like I mentioned, um, with the chorus, I think this song is respectful. I think this just tells their stories. But walk on the wild side means... If you have sex with these people, it'll or, be wild. Or, yeah, or just, I think that's the main. Look how different they are. Main reading, but maybe look look how different they are. But look how cool we are because we're all different. But maybe having sex with them is taking a walk on the wild. side. So it's kind of like inviting you to walk on yeah. the wild side. Like it's mm-hmm. great over here. Yeah, I I mean I don't know as much about the factory, the whole everything, the song, but it does feel kind of exploity to me as like a outsider. It does, and again, it's the like you why know, Candy never lost her head even when she was given head. Mm-hmm. You know, it's but also like why am I the wild side? Why am I not just? Don't you want to be the wild side? One of your one of your. What do you want to be the normal buddies? Loser. I mean, it's kind of like there's a scene in Community. Mm-hmm. Where they're making a commercial for Greendale Community College, and the white girl Britta says, "Meet different people," and hugs the brown guy Troy. Troy, and like after ten takes, it's like, "Why am I different? Like, why are these people wild?" Yeah, I'm. I'm just me. So I want to watch that episode. I want to watch that because remember when they had the strings on their arms because they weren't hugging properly. Anyway, community fun show. There, there will be a link to that episode. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, in in the show notes. Um, so, so I get that it could be seen in the context of knowing Lou Reed, knowing Andy Warhol, knowing the relationships to these actors and actresses, and how they are a community of weirdos together. That that can be seen as a, a love song to them. But as an outsider who isn't aware of that, it does feel like check out the freak show. Yeah. It does. Maybe, I, I, and maybe that's on purpose. Maybe that's, be, you're on, on the outside, we're on the inside kind of yeah. thing. So it's complex and multi-layered is what it I'm is. hearing. Yes. Excellent. Yes. I like, I like, I like that song. I'm... Would you sing in a karaoke? No. Would you sing it in a karaoke room full of people you love? I don't know. Because of the, because of the chorus. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you can say the other girls say. You could say the other girls say. No, but then why I'll are they different? <laughs> Lou Reed's other big song was part of his Says series. Lisa Says, Stephanie Says, Candy Says. Candy Says. 
opinion the best and most respectful song and i can't believe it was written by a cis person Mm. about what it feels like to be transgender Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and it's you know candy says i've come to hate my body Mm. all that it requires in this world you know Uh, it's just it's a kind of it's a sad song Mm -hmm. it's melancholy it makes me think she helped him write it maybe i wonder if she was she had already died. How did he not have that insight? How, how could he possibly have the insight, I guess, yeah. is what I'm saying. It's a 1969 song, so mm-hmm. I believe Candy Darling was still alive. Yeah, she she died in the 70s. So, um, she died very young. She was like 24? Shit. Yeah, a rare form of cancer. Wow, really? Yeah. Fuck cancer. Mm-hmm. Cancer is bad. Yes. Except for crabs. Crabs are good. Explain, explain to the listening audience why you think crabs and cancer. Because crabs are called canciforms. Cancer is the Greek word, Latin word for crab. That's why the cancer sign is a crab. Okay. We done? Interestingly, the yes. German word for cancer is Krebs. K-R-E-B-S. Oh. Biologists listening now know about the Krebs cycle. Yes. Continue. So, Candy says, absolutely beautiful song. I love it. It is sad. It is melancholic, but it is also hopeful in a kind of bittersweet way. Mm. Um, I'm going to watch the bluebird. I can't sing. Go listen to the song. We'll play a clip of it here. Would you sing it in karaoke? No, because my voice isn't very good. And it's not a crowd crowd getter upper. And it makes you cry. Like third eye blinds, you know, semi-time China life. life. (laughs) Gets people going. Yeah. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's a good one. All right. And then we're going to just get into the stuff that I know very well. You make a really good girl. These girls don't. Still kind of look like a guy. I never thought to wonder why. If I could pull this off, would I know? That's all we can Let's do. Let's do another. All right. So Suzanne Vega. Mm. I'm not a huge Suzanne Vega fan. Mm-hmm. Um, she's most famous for Tom's Diner, mm-hmm. which if you ask people who went to Pratt, it's a diner near there. Mm-hmm. If you ask anyone else in the world, <laughs> Pratt's an art school in Brooklyn. If you ask anyone else in the world, it's the Seinfeld Diner. Uh, by Columbia. Yeah. Suzanne Vega went to Barnard, which is yeah. the Women's College of Columbia. Um, we had some friends who went to Pratt who all insisted it was this other diner. Some other restaurant. <laughs> in Brooklyn. And sure, yes. 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 Sure. Uh, so Suzanne Vega wrote a song called As Girls Go. And have you heard this one? No. She also wrote uh, My Name is Luca. So she's My Name is Luca. And what was her other famous song you just said? It's Tom Steiner. Tom Steiner. Please don't sue me, Ms. Vega. We have nothing but the highest respect for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I mean, my respect for her is fine. Um, I wouldn't say I have the highest respect for her. She's not Malala. 
She's not Malala. Okay, then. Okay, so it's this one is about, this is actually about a waitress that she knew who possibly worked at Tom's Diner. I don't know. But it's it's the you make a really good girl. The opening go. line, you make a really good girl. Not exactly natural. Stunning less nonetheless. Still what to kind you? of look like a guy. Yeah. Mm. So um As girls go. Yeah. I, you know, I, this one is is a little transphobic in that way we've talked about in some media representations mm-hmm. where it's like you look so real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's trying to be all nice. Like, hey, I see you. You're cool. I accept you. But it's also very transphobic. Mm-hmm. So we talked about movies and stuff like that, <laughs> where the representation kind of does matter. But it's also where, like, the young trans girls or the young trans kids watching this are like, oh, it's me on the screen. And mm-hmm. meanwhile, they're murdering everyone, mm-hmm. you know, on screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'll take it. But I'll take it. You know, because prior to the 80s, every gay person on screen was just a murderous psychopath That's, or a deviant yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and so, yeah. you know, it takes, had it takes a while to get there. Mm-hmm. But you know, first they're deviants. Then they're one-off special characters. Oh. And then where you go, oh, they're not terrible at all. No, wait. Deviant comic relief. Yes. A very special episode. Uh-huh. And that, the very special episode last a decade or so yeah and then maybe just maybe you're just a character you're just a regular character mm-hmm. you're you're and then if you the are mom or the co-worker and then you die and then you <laughs> and then you can come back yeah and then you can be a normal person <laughs> who this isn't your entire personality yeah um matt baum culture crews on youtube check Link him out down below great channel mm-hmm. and he goes through the history of queer representation on tv including trans representation yeah, including trans representation so um not a famous song. Not a particularly even famous artist. Is it a good song? <sighs> no. Got it. <laughs> Next. She keeps wanting me. Kath has been doing this thing where she keeps going, is that a good song? Is it, we'll be in the bar and some song will come on. She's like, is this a good song? And I'm like, it's, it's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> Except when I say, this is a good song, about half the time, everyone around me goes, no, honey, it's not. If you'd like to hear Kath and Faith discuss music more, check out our three-part series, Patrons Only, where uh, where Faith helps me figure out music. Yes. You only need to be a, pay a dollar to be a patron. And you can unsubscribe. And then unsubscribe as soon as you heard it all. As soon as you heard it all. Um, or don't. Keep giving us a dollar every month. You know, it's up to you. Up this to is you. America. Or wherever you live. <laughs> this is wherever you live. <laughs> We're here because we care about wherever you live. <laughs> We want to stop the bad things that are happening wherever you live from happening to the good people who also live where you where live, you live or are affected by these things that happen near you. I want to run for president just on this platform. Sure. <laughs> it's already the but bad make things it happen. from happening. Okay, next up, Madonna. Oh, 
Madonna. Madonna wrote a lot of wrote a couple songs about sex and love, and pop is not preaching. Uh huh. But um, she also wrote a song in the nineties. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is late nineties Madonna. Mm-hmm. What it feels like for a girl. What it feels like for a. Girl. And this one is this one is interesting. That make, from the title, it makes me think it's going to be about sex. It's not. It's about kind of transy topics because it's like for a boy because you think for a boy to look like a girl it's degrading because you think that being a girl is degrading so that's wouldn't you know but secretly you'd love to know what it's like wouldn't you what it feels like for a girl so i can't think of this song but it sounds kind of fun it, it is and it's like it's just a it's just a kind of mellow little electronic-y song. This is mm-hmm. back when Madonna was being an electronic artist briefly mm-hmm. in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is it a... Uh, okay, when I asked, is it a good song just recently? I think I mean, this is a good song. For, for trans people, is it a good song? Yes. Okay. I think so. I think it just sort of makes it... Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it's just about gender roles and... It's more about gender roles than it is transgender... Yeah, but it does acknowledge that a girl, like, it opens with a girl mm-hmm. can wear blue jeans and have short hair because it's good to mm-hmm. be a boy. Yeah. A boy can't do that, but maybe a boy wonders. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean he's cross-dresser or trans or anything like that, but mm-hmm. it could mean, like, what's it like? Soft skin, mm-hmm. tight jeans. What What does it feel like? Yeah. What What is that? Mm-hmm. So, okay, let's move on to... Let's talk about Garbage, my favorite band. Garbage! Who have a lot of queer following. Yep. Including trans following. Yep. And I, I remember watching an interview where Shirley Manson, the lead singer of Garbage, talked about how much she loved her uh, transgender fans, most of all. Mm. Because she got to see them as unhappy teenagers and got to see them as happy adults. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and I remember when I saw them for their 25th anniversary of their first album, they were, she was like, a lot's changed in 25 years. We've changed jobs. We've changed houses. We've changed genders. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, they've done a few. Um, do I like them because they do all these trans songs or do I, or do, I do they do all these trans songs because I like them? I don't know. Yes, no. they know you're out there. They know I'm out there. Straight um, to Faith's ears. So we'll start with a, we'll start with what I think is their, their most famous one, which mm-hmm. would probably be Cherry Lips. Whenever you came near the clouds would disappear because you Hyphen, go baby, go. Close hyphen. <laughs> close and hyphen? This, Wait, close hyphen. Parentheses? Parentheses. Okay. What did I say? Hyphen? You said hyphen. It's cher- close hyphen. That's not a thing. <laughs> Your uncle invented parentheses. What the fuck is wrong My with you? My uncle invented italic parentheses. That's why you're so wealthy. <laughs> it is. That's why we do this podcast, because we're so wealthy. We're ladies of leisure. Um, cherry lips. Cherry lips. Open parentheses. Go baby go. Close parentheses. Title of song. And that is uh about JT Leroy. JT Leroy. Do you guys know about oh JT boy. Leroy? Can you can you answer me back in 
from Radioland? You can't? Okay, JT Leroy. Wow, JT Leroy. Wrote a book, I think called Cherry, or Cherry Vanilla. That sounds, um, Cherry Vanilla sounds right. And um, JT Leroy was, was just a silly, it was a girl in a wig pretending to be a boy in a wig. <laughs> so J- if JT Leroy was this... Um, Jeremiah Terminator. You're right. I didn't know his middle name. Jeremiah Terminator. Terminator. Wow. So JT the Roy was a literary hoax. Mm. Okay. It was love, Sarah was, the, I guess, the book. I love Cherry Vanilla was the main hoax. character. Okay. So wrote this book, Sarah. The story is JT Leroy wrote this book, Sarah, about being this like exploited transgender lot lizard. For those of you who don't know, lot lizards are the prostitutes who hang out at truck stops. And just doing a lot of drugs, having a lot of sex, being exploited, whatever, whatever. And Jake, Presumably a child. When as a child. As their, a child, Their mothers yes. made them start. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, um, apparently, Shirley Manson, who's very, very literary-minded. Mm. She's always talking about these, like, fancy books she reads. <laughs> um, I don't read fancy books. I, I read I read nonfiction, so mm. I don't know anything about literature. But I'm... Um, Apparently, the entire thing was fake. Was there just a glut of fake memoirs in the late 90s? I think so. Early 2000s? Yeah, I think I so. I think there's just a lot. So JT Leroy was, was a random person. She was a lady. Um, her sister played JT Leroy. Oh, when out and about. In went public. out and about in the wig and the sunglasses and like a big coat and stuff. Mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of an Andy Warhol looking, looking look. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, Basically, Garbage recorded a song called Cherry Lips, and all about bef- J.T. Leroy. Before it was revealed to be a yeah. hoax. Got it. you look just like a girl, mm-hmm. your baby blues was fashion suddenly as the was cast. Yeah, um, so it's basically that, and it's mm-hmm. very, very transy. Um, as a young trans Garbage fan, mm-hmm. of which apparently there are a lot of queer fans. I had this thing, I don't, I've probably mentioned this on the show before, mm. where I was, I was actually at a might have been a great grand great granddaddy or diet sig or something i was at some show and i was like looking around and there's like a lot of queer people and gay couples and people in the audience and i was like i'm looking around and i'm like why does every band i like always have like a big queer following <laughs> And this was before or after? This was way after. And then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I was just this normal nobody in the audience. And there's all these queer people around. Oh, wait, I'm queer. I'm, I'm, I'm right part of these are my people. It's my community. Okay. Oh, Got it. Okay. That's this weird little realization. <laughs> so Garbage had a big queer following. They also wrote uh, the second single to their, uh, the first single, to their third album mm-hmm. was a song called Androgyny. Um, which is just free your mind and your androgyny. Girls in the boys' room, boys in the men men's room, mm. kind of all just a bunch of, of uh, you know, sexy androgyny stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is it transy? 
is androgyny trans is is it it's a little it's very gender bendy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um which i will go ahead and throw in the trans umbrella okay whether or not you decide to do that um i think it's a fun song um and unfortunately never really boys in the girls off. room girls in the men's room you free your mind in your androgyny mm-hmm. yep free your mind Yes, there's nothing that life that's set in stone. There's nothing that can't be turned around. I get how hearing that mm-hmm. can be very gratifying yes. for a poor little trans kid. Take what you need to turn you on. Yes, mm. all that, all that fun stuff. Don't let a soulmate pass you by. Love that. Yes, I love that. So it's yeah, it's very it's very queer, gender bendy, and I think trans is part of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think it's also probably referencing. A lot of the androgyny that was in the 70s rock and glam rock and punk scene, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll get to. And there was a lot of androgyny in the 90s, too. There was, there was. There was some, that's when boys first were able to wear nail polish or guy liner. Yeah. Well, no, there people were doing that in the 70s. Uh, okay. That came out of punk. Fair enough. I yeah. stand corrected. Okay. <laughs> I don't know much about music. <laughs> or, or, or glam or whatever. Or the makeup that um, boys they, would wear. Garbage also did another one, which I think is is maybe their their best as far as trans topics. Chris is all dressed up and acting cool. Painted like a brand new Christmas toy. He's trying to figure out if he's a girl or he's a boy. And he says, hey baby, can you bleed like me? like me bleed like me um which has which deals with like a lot of psychological <laughs> stuff mm-hmm. um including it's a song or an album it's a it's the it's a song and an album what it's a song bleed like me from the album bleed, bleed like, like me. me by the band bad company by the- <laughs> <laughs> um so it deals with avalanche and sullen and too thin she starves herself to rid herself of sin so there's some like um eating disorder eating stuff. disorder and then yeah. there's there's um doodle takes dad scissors to her skin and when she does relief comes setting in self-harm self-harm and Shirley was a cutter mm. um growing up and then there's chrissy's all dressed up and acting coy Painted like a brand new Christmas toy. He's trying to figure out if he's a girl or he's a boy. And he says, hey, baby, can you bleed like me? Mm -hmm. So it's there's also a reference to J.T. Leroy in this song. Of course. Yes. J.T. gets all fucked up in a karaoke bar. So um, it's that one. I I, I really like that one because I think it deals with a little of the confusion and the psychological issues. And none of these people are wrong. None of these people are sinners or anything. Mm -hmm. It's it's that... We're all dealing with all this stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think it's... And it's all harder than it has to be. it's all harder than it has to be. And I, I really like that one. That one to me is... is I think my if I had a favorite, and we'll get to some more in the next episode because there's a bunch. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick a favorite um, transy song, it, it would probably be Candy Says. Candy Says. And Garbage did a cover of Candy oh, Says that it. I can't listen to without tearing up. I... But does the original Candy Says make you tear up? Not as much. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Watch the bluebirds fly Over my shoulder And I'm gonna watch them pass me by 
and so it, it's that song gets me. Candy says, which is like how did how a sister wrote this? I have no fucking clue, mm-hmm, but it just mm-hmm. it really it's a beautiful song. Um, but the I, I the garbage version is the one that that really gets me. And so when I talk about things like here's all these. You know, I know a lot about music, but again, it's like it—it's me knowing all these. Like, well, there's actually a B side from this, <laughs> but you have to get the version of the single that was only released in Japan. And, all right. You know, and but that's where I am with a lot of Calm bands. Calm down, that I like. hipster. I am wow. such a fucking hipster. <laughs> I was hipster before anyone else was hip. All right. All right. I'm tragically hip. Here if she that's goes. a reference you get, here she goes. Um, we're gonna get to some more because there's more. There's more songs. We this, had to cut this in two. We're having too to cut many this in two. Good ones to talk like, about. This might just end up being its own podcast. And that yeah. first one, this first episode was more of the mainstream stuff. Yeah. Just from looking at this, you know, it's not exclusively A and B, but yeah. I'm seeing. You know, we got Aerosmith, Madonna on this one, mm-hmm. and but there's a couple of there's some more that, there's mainstream some more, ones there's some here in the next cuts, one, including a German band you probably haven't heard of. But will <laughs> consider this and the next episode. Uh, a place to expand your musical palette. I will have links to all of these artists and those specific songs. Also, I am going to be depending on all of you guys to tell us songs that I don't know about mm-hmm. and Kat doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. Kat just knows Broadway musicals. Podcasts <laughs> and metal. Her, her favorite music is podcasts. podcasts. <laughs> so there's going to be a ton of stuff. There's probably... So much pop and hip hop and country or whatever that we don't know about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're going to need you guys to K-pop. enlighten us. Yeah, send all K-pop. that K-pop our way. Yes. We're not going to listen, but we'll tell other listeners to mm-hmm. listen to it. Yeah. All right, everyone, stay tuned. The next or More less trans songs. We're going to talk about trans artists, mm. and we're going to talk about some gender queerish artists mm-hmm. and song lyrics that mean trans things to me. Mm. But maybe not to other people. And <laughs> maybe the artists didn't even intend it that way. Write in on Facebook or Twitter or right here on Podbean. Get some comments of songs that you also consider part of your trans journey. All right, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye.